friends. Welcome back to AlleyCast. I am back from vacation. I have missed you guys. And I took a little social media detox. I took about five days off. I know it's nothing groundbreaking, but for someone who lives their entire life and their entire existence on the internet, it felt really weird and it felt really amazing. Okay, friends, into today's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about how changing your environment. So maybe you're traveling for the holidays. Maybe you're going home to see family, how that can affect your relationship with food and your body and how that can cause old feelings, thoughts, behaviors to reemerge. And most importantly, how to handle all of that, how to not let it spiral you downward into oblivion, how to not let it trigger you into old habits. And most importantly, how to not let it ruin your holiday season. I am feeling so called to talk about this because it just happened to me last week. I traveled to Puerto Vallarta in Mexico with Eric and his family for Thanksgiving, and I was so excited for some warmth, for some chips and guac, maybe a pina colada or two, and I was even more excited to just unplug from work, to get off my email, take a little social media detox, and just be present. As soon as the wheels of the plane hit the runway in Puerto Vallarta, I felt a pang of anxiety. I looked at the sparkling ocean, I saw the palm trees swaying in the breeze, and the first thought I had was, oh my god, oh my fucking god, I'm gonna have to put on a swimsuit in about an hour. And immediately after that thought, a feeling emerged. Annoyance. Annoyance at myself for thinking that thought. For that being the first thought to cross my mind when I landed in this beautiful city. Really, Allie? (laughs) Okay, so mini lesson number one. It's not about whether old feelings, old thoughts, old patterns will reemerge, but rather it's how you react to them when they do. So what I should have done here (laughs) is I shouldn't have judged myself for having that thought because historically, anytime I was at the beach or I had to put on a bikini, I got really anxious and I freaked myself out and I felt really self-conscious. So that was just an old behavior and an old cycle that was bringing its way into my current reality. And I've done a lot of self-work and I've really come a long way with food and with body image, but I still have those old patterns and they're really deeply ingrained. And so it's almost silly of me to think that I wouldn't have this thought, right? So by beating myself up for it and by judging myself for having that thought, it's just compounding the issue and making matters worse. So what I would recommend doing here instead is when you have a thought like that or something that kind of annoys you and you're like, oh, this feels like so five years ago of me, (laughs) then just hear the thought and just realize, okay, that's interesting. Something is triggering me. Let's dive deeper. Let's look more into this. All right, moving on. So the plane lands, we get to our hotel room, we start to unpack, head down immediately to the pool, as one does, and the anxiety just grows and builds. And as I start to take off my bathing suit cover and feel my skin be exposed to the people around the pool, strangers who don't know me and I probably will never see again, but for some reason, their their perception of me carries great weight (laughs) In my mind, my face starts to get hot and I start to feel really self-conscious and I just feel ugly and fat and out of place at the pool. Just real talk. And I am not present in the moment. During that time, I am just thinking about 
how disgusting my body looks. I am just thinking about what other people are thinking about me. It's all me, me, me. I'm not even looking outside of my body. I'm not present. I'm talking with Eric's family, but I'm not really there mentally. Okay, mini lesson number two. When something like this happens to you and you feel like you're spiraling, you feel like mentally you're freaking the fuck out inside, just remember this. No one, I repeat, no one gives a shit about what you look like. I swear to God, I promise you. Everyone else around that pool was so worried about what they looked like that they weren't even looking at me. We were all doing this weird dance where we're pretending to not care what anyone else thought, pretending to be confident around the pool. But in reality, we're all thinking about our own damn bodies and not looking at each other. All right, moving on. We leave the pool. We go to dinner. Unfortunately, because of my Hashimoto's, I have to eat very strictly gluten-free. And in Mexico, it's not the hardest place in the world, but it is more challenging than, say, LA, (laughs) which I'm not expecting Mexico to be LA. I think LA is a little too gluten-free friendly. No, I'm just kidding. But they do have corn tortillas and corn tortilla chips, which is amazing. Even, you know, Mexican rice oftentimes is gluten-free. So that's great. But there wasn't a ton of options for me. It was maybe one to two things on the menu that I could kind of make work. And so that triggered in my brain this scarcity mindset, this feeling of there's not going to be enough for me. And mini lesson number three, (laughs) when you're at the dinner table, when you're traveling, when you're out of your routine, food is going to look different. It's not going to be what you eat in your normal life. And that's okay. You may have food restrictions. You may have aversions. You may have allergies. And as long as you communicate that to the host or as long as you make that clear wherever you are, there's going to be enough food for you. I promise. And if you get anxious about that, like I do, if you get anxious after years of restricting yourself and feeling really uncomfortable with that feeling of scarcity, repeat this simple phrase to yourself over and over as many times as you need to. A little hunger is okay. There's always enough food for me. A little hunger is okay. There is always enough food for me. And I repeat this mantra to myself over and over. A cool factoid that also helps me in these situations is remembering that humans can go about one to two months without food. I'm not encouraging this, but I am saying that it helps me mentally when I feel panicky because I haven't eaten in a few hours. And being that I was in Mexico, I face planted. I inhaled chips and guac. I nosedived into some pina coladas, and I did not regret a single second of it, but I did feel like, damn, I am just eating my face off this vacation. And did I start to feel a little guilty? Did I start to crave a vegetable? Yes, perhaps. So mini lesson number four, the holidays are very food (laughs) driven, depending on your family, more or less. But in general, I think we all know there is this consensus around The holiday is really revolving around food. And if you have a history of disordered eating or you struggle with food right now, that can be really challenging. And food can feel like a threat a lot of times. And I feel that and I know what that's like. So my mini lesson number four is remember that this is a temporary time. Remember this is seasonal. Remember this is going to be over in a few weeks. And rather than just wishing for it to end and rather than just, you know, oh, I can't wait until January so I can get back on the wagon. 
really embrace this time, really be present, really try and make memories with friends and family. And don't try to focus on the food if it doesn't serve you. Try and focus on your conversation. Try and focus on the activities that you're doing with friends and family. Try on making memories because you're probably not going to remember. Let's be real. You're not going to remember that third piece of pie that you had, but you are going to remember connecting with your grandma the last holiday season before she passed away. Not to get dark. God, that went a bad, bad direction. But you know, I mean, you know, you're going to remember those things. And so while you can't control that the holiday season is very food focused, you can control your mindset and you can control where your attention goes. Where your attention goes, energy flows. And if your attention is going to being present and the conversation with your friends and family, I think you're going to feel a lot better mentally. Gonna keep things short and sweet this week. I know there's a thousand holiday triggers that I didn't mention in this episode. These were just a few that I immediately noticed this past week when I was traveling. So I wanted to bring those up. I feel like they're somewhat common. So hopefully that helped you as you may be traveling or maybe in a different environment this holiday season. And just remember, you are more than your body. The holidays are for memories. And one meal, even hell, 10 meals, in the grand scheme of things, isn't going to make or break anything for you. I promise. Hope you guys are having a great December. Hopefully it's not too chilly where you live and I will catch you next week with another juicy episode. Talk to you soon, guys. Bye.